Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 420 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today on cranberryradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry because I do have a very special guest joining us, Justin Rondow, who is the Director of Optimization at Digital Marketer and runs all of the optimization efforts and split tests at DM and is among other and is active among their other properties. Uh, today we are going to be talking about what is testing and why it's important, uh, what a marketer should test. What is conversion optimization? What's the difference between A-B and multivariant testing? What tools are available to make it easier for, uh, for us marketers and a ton more? Now, Justin is a top-rated domestic and international speaker. He has spent his career uh, working on optimization campaigns and has helped train some of the leading optimization teams at Fortune 500 companies. Justin has run hundreds of tests for both B2B and e-commerce brands and has, and has analyzed 3,000 plus tests across virtually every industry. So you are all in for a real treat today. Justin, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Hey, now, Justin, before we get in and we dig in deeply to uh, talking about optimization and testing and uh, everything that relates to that, take, take a couple minutes, if you would, and share with us your background and, you know, basically what, what gets you up in the morning? <laughs> I mean, I, I am the kind of like quintessential nerd, right? So I, I'm, I'm a data-driven marketer. I love finding out what, what ticks with, with customers, how they're reacting to things. And like, I think in terms of business, that's what gets me up in the morning. And I guess other, there's other nerdy facet, factors to me as well. I really am just the quintessential nerd. But um, yeah, in terms of just, I think, the, in the professional world, like I've always been super focused on, you know, if I do X, what will it produce? How does it, wh how, how does it, like, what's the output? What's the why that comes out from there? And so uh, it was a really natural progression for me to get involved into optimization and specifically uh, split testing, which I think um, it was interesting as you were just talking about, you know, the, the points we'll be covering today uh, where you differentiated between optimization and split testing, which is absolutely essential because you can't always split test. You can't split test everything, but you can still optimize. Um, and while you're split testing, you're always optimizing. So it's, it's kind of like that rectangle square thing. Mm -hmm. Right there, where like all, all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. So I thought that was really, really important that you said right in the uh, starting out <laughs> in the in the intro there. So that was really cool. So why don't we, why don't we start with that question then? What what is the difference then between optimization and split testing? Yeah. So I mean, optimization is really I, I look at the process of optimization. Well, one, it's a process. Um, you are looking also to try and make I think the the user experience um, better. And, and so far as that they take the action they're supposed to on a particular page, right? So you don't want to, you know, 
have you know a broken message any sort of message mismatch from like your ppc campaigns going to your landing pages or anything like that or you also don't want a page that just doesn't have any sort of like real visual hierarchy so you'll notice that uh there's some tools i'll talk about later that show you know where people are are scrolling where they're looking and if your offer is in a in a no scroll zone where people aren't you know getting to you can immediately figure out what to do with that page you don't need a split test of that you just mm. know what to do like you can optimize without split testing um, which i think a lot of people um don't a lot of people in this space like to be very kind of academic about things but we're businesses we need to be pragmatic so there are things that you can just optimize without testing, but testing is a, a, a part of the optimizer's tool set, right? So t- testing is a part of the tools they can use, and split testing is used really, I think, when there's higher risk involved, as well as um, when there's a little bit of ambiguity about what to do next. So say, for instance, you know, okay, my, so say let's go into optimization mode where, okay, my call to action's in a no-scroll zone. I know if I get this up to an area where, like, where people are looking, they will convert better. But you can then start looking at, now, where's the ambiguity? Like, is what I'm offering, does, does it make sense? Is, is my call to action clear? Those types of things would occur later, right? So you'd, you'd make the move, see how, see how that impacts your conversion rate, and then you could start iterating further where you can start running different split tests there to you know, make sure that the message is, is getting across. So, so let, me, let me throw out a kind of a dumb question, but I think it's important. Why, actually, why is testing so important? And, they, and again, it sounds kind of like a dumb question, but there's so many people that actually don't test anything. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, I mean, there's a lot of people that, that don't test because they think they know. They think they know the answer. And, mm. I mean, there's, there's something to say about um, having experience, but you're never going to be your customer. You're never going to be seeing your, your site through the eyes of your customer, ever. You can't. You're too close to it. So what you think might be better from your perspective is very rarely the perspective of your customer. So that's why you need a test, okay? Um, there are things that you can do that will leave, you, leave money on the table, and you can rationalize it all you want, like it's worked in the past, or I've done this for other, for other clients or for other products or anything like that. But what you're doing there is you're not applying... Uh, the the current visitor's lens to your site because it's it's frankly impossible to do. Yeah, and it's, and, and that's you know so much work that we put into uh, trying to figure out exactly who our customer is. And I, I I was looking at a few of the example split tests, and there's this you have this feeling like okay, I got a gut feeling on which one of these worked, and it's surprising. <laughs> how many times we're completely wrong and we, and we have no idea why. Yeah, and I think there's also a danger um, with a lot of different um, you know, split test case studies you see out there. There is a danger where people start trying to attribute or create stories as to why this was the case. Um, in, a lot of, in a lot of cases, when you're just running a split test, you're just looking at numbers right there, like which one did better. And how you set up that test via creating a hypothesis of like, I expect, you know, this to happen uh, for this group of people, and I'll and I'll know this when we see this occur, right? Um, and then also in your analysis portion and how you set up the test that you can actually you know look at individual elements rather than um, I've seen way too many just split test case studies where they say you know 
we saw a 30% lift because we changed the headline, but they changed the headline, the image, the navigation, everything. <laughs> you can't say anything. You can't say anything definitive if you, if you start uh, murking the water there. And that's actually, I think, really dangerous for, um, for entrepreneurs, for business owners who are trying to you know, gather some sort of learnings from these case studies because they're, they're just making these definitive statements when there's no weight whatsoever. Now, I'm here with Justin Rondo, who is the Director of Optimization at Digital River. When we return, I'll ask Justin to talk about, uh, as marketers, I guess, uh, we'll be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan. I want to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Cranberry Radio, online 24-7 at cranberry.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I am here with Justin Rondow, who is the Director of Optimization at Digital Marketer. Now, before we talk about, uh, uh, Justin, if we could, what a marketer should be testing, what mistakes are you seeing? What typical mistakes do you see marketers or business owners make with regards to this? All right. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, in the previous uh, segment, we were just talking about the first thing I was saying is kind of attributing um, in their analysis phase, uh, attributing lifts to things that they can't definitively say, uh, I think is a huge problem that's out there and people are doing it too much. But another really kind of big problem is kind of this almost this notion of just ad hoc testing where there's they'll just test whatever for for testing sake. Uh, I'm I'm not of the the mindset that you know test vol uh, uh, the velocity of your testing is what's important to you. I don't think that more split tests equal more more revenue in in general just by by doing you know just by doing more of them. Because think about it, you're splitting your traffic there, and if you don't have you know a, a clean pro- a clear process in place, uh, you're not going to be able to one gather any learnings when you lose. And then two, you're not going to have you know great variants that are up there that actually will move the needle. You're just testing for that for the sake of doing it. 
Um, on top of that, I think another one is kind of just looking at um, relying on the testing tools uh, confidence level, saying like, oh yeah, this is a valid test, um, and not really scheduling your own tests or creating your own stopping points. Um, generally, I don't, I will, I'll never run a test for less than a less than a week and I always complete the week. So if you start on a Monday, you end on a Monday. I also won't run tests for, two, for, um, for more than eight weeks, mainly because you're going to have people like with their, their cookies are going to be reset. Um, you're running into different seasonal trends that are occurring there. And really what you're doing is you're making the assumption <laughs> that a, uh, that your variation will either win or lose. There's a lot of tests that just flatline. And you need to be ready for that, and that's why you need to have like a clear schedule and a clear process, and like no more of this, you know, random random testing. Uh, get rid of that. Hmm. So, what should what should a marketer test? You mentioned that uh, you know somebody that probably is new to this may make five or six changes on the page, and then say, "Hey, I got a winner here," but we know they're not really a winner there because they've made too many changes. So, what should they test, and what should they watch out for in that type of scenario? I mean, if they if they make five or six changes and they have a winner, sure, they they had a win. They just don't know why it won. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's I think what's important important to make. So they could actually iterate out or kind of focus on one change at a time. Um, but what they should focus on is start looking at your opportunity pages. So dig into your analytics and like and take a look at the pages that you know that are actually driving revenue for you. Right. For a lot of these people, I it generally comes down to working in working in their checkout. Or on those levels, the kind of the, the bottom funnel stuff for you, because mm-hmm. that's where you can actually connect the the on page actions with revenue goals fairly easily. But you do need more traffic to do that because you know everybody that hits your homepage or your landing page, they're not all going to make it to that cart. So you need to be able to have enough people to run a statistically valid test. So I'd say look in your analytics for your opportunity pages. If you run a lot of paid traffic, these will likely be your landing pages. Okay. Uh, um, but find where the opportunity is and then uh, use some qualitative tools out there to start figuring out you know, what, to, what to change. Don't just change something because you think that's the case. If you do that, you're doing no better than just changing something and not testing it. You need to have a reason for what you're doing. What's the difference between A-B and multivariant testing? Uh, okay, so, so A-B testing is just uh, is you have one variation versus another variation. You can actually have, you know, like an ABC or ABD type test where, you know, you're splitting traffic evenly to uh, different, you know, different pages or different des- or different layouts or anything like that. A multivariate test, what that will do is that actually takes each individual element and will go through a full factorial process and create every potential um, combination. So say you have like three headlines uh, two button colors and three call to actions, they're going to go through every potential combination. So it requires a ton of traffic. And one thing that I found really interesting is people are moving away from MVT testing. Even, um, even you know, the big guys like at Microsoft, I, I saw Ronnie Kohavi speak recently, and they don't run multivariate anymore, mainly because they're too difficult to set up. And they really just... the. the the learnings you can gather for them, it's, it's not going to do a whole, it, it's, it gets really difficult to attribute things there. So they stick with standard uh, clean A-B tests, but they'll do multiple variants of those, so like the A-B-C-D, but they aren't going to be running this full factorial piece because in some cases you don't want a particular headline and call to action being on the same page. Like maybe your headline and call to action are actually in contention with one another, mm. so that could actually cause a problem. 
So that they've been moving away from that, and a lot of players are. I, I very, very rarely see people running multivariate tests anymore. Let's talk about some tools to uh, to help make this easier for for marketers. What, what do you recommend? What what do you suggest that a marketer looks at? Maybe who is just getting started, and then kind of work us down the pipe a little bit. Okay, cool. So I mean, first and foremost, you need to have Google Analytics set up <laughs> uh, to mm-hmm. be able to pull the right numbers. Um, I install Google Analytics and a lot of my other te- technologies through Google Tag Manager. Um, that's been super cool, and it's also free. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be running tests, you need one of the testing technologies that are out there. Uh, I use Visual Website Optimizer for both testing and uh, personalization, but there's other tools out there like Optimizely. Um, I think, what is it, like Convert.com. The, there used to be some more uh, marketizators and other I'm thinking of kind of like the, the entry-level ones you can get into versus mm-hmm. kind of the more intense suites. But to be, to be absolutely candid, they're, like, they're pretty much all the same. Find one that works for you and uh, that's at a price point you can deal with and use that. Okay. Um, they, they don't, there's, I don't see anything radically different. It's similar to a lot of the qualitative tools out there. Most of them are exactly the same. You just pick your preference. Um, so that's for the testing. So we covered you know, what you need to do for the analytics, uh, what you need to run your tests, and then I'd recommend looking at things like um, like Hotjar, which is a qualitative tool that will do heat maps, session recordings, form analysis. Uh, it's super powerful. Um, I use that all, all the time. Um, or for other qualitative sources, a site called Usability Hub that can help you out with your design uh, design schemas and those types of things. So uh, what you really just need is you need an, analy- uh, an analytic suite, a testing tool, and then a qualitative tool to uh, come up with solid hypotheses. If you have those three things, if you hit that triad, then you will be good to go. Now I'm here with Justin Rondeau, who is the Director of Optimization at Digital Marketer. When we return, I'm going to ask Justin to tell us a little bit more about Digital Marketer, the powerhouse that they are. And uh, for those of you who are not familiar with them, I think you'll be in for a little bit of a treat. And you're probably already... Uh, possibly uh, seeing a lot of their uh, a lot of their their promotions online because they are so dominant. So we'll talk about that and a lot more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Conversion Conference, the can't miss CRO event of 2016. Join over 750 people from dozens of countries gathering in Las Vegas, May 18th and 19th for the biggest industry-wide conversion event ever. Four parallel tracks of top content will allow you to personalize the exact topics that you want to focus on, interact with expert speakers at informal networking events, and birds of a feather lunch table topics. Meet dozens of leading CRO companies face-to-face in the expo hall. Get hands-on with pre-conference workshops and master classes. Join us for fun activities such as zip lining and Tim Ash's after party in the presidential suite. Oh yeah, did we mention that it's in Vegas, baby? May 18th and 19th, Conversion Conference last year sold out fast and it's expected to sell out again. So don't miss it. Go to conversionconference.com for details right now. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Webmasterradio.fm is now Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I am here with Justin Rondell, who is the Director of Optimization at Digital Marketer. Now, Justin, uh, at the top of the show, I'd mentioned that you had analyzed some 3,000-plus tests across virtually every industry. What surprises you? What surprises you today? What, What question have I not asked you that I should have? Um, I think what I think I've seen so much I don't get really surprised anymore. I still think um, I think back when I was doing a lot of uh, a lot of test analysis, um, I'd always be really surprised at any test submissions I got from actually marketing agencies mm-hmm. um, or, or optimization agencies because I'd say more often than not they weren't following a lot of what they preached. Um, where I'd expect at things like you know at, at a at some sort of you know. You know, larger company when they bring on an, like, an optimization person and they're going to be running tests, I expect them to have some sort of learning curve where you know they try things, kind of are in this kind of like you know test, but not with a strategy phase. But then they they grow out of that. But then I'd actually see some stuff that I was just really really surprised about um, coming from you know some some top agencies that I really respected or still do respect. But I was just like, huh, like and they and they're thinking that's their best work. Uh, so <laughs> that was something that always surprised me a little bit. And I think what that, what that should tell the listeners really is that you're not the, like, if, if you're new to testing or if you're not doing things exactly as, you know, the, the gurus out there and the experts out there are telling you to, well, neither are they. Okay. So they're, you, like, you're not that far behind. You just need to start, you know, having these processes together and start working on that because you're not too far behind everyone else to have the competitive edge by doing this. You, you do need to be doing it, though. How much time do you think somebody who's got a reasonable experience online, knows their way around the computer, knows their way around tools and stuff, but is maybe new to this, how much time investment do they need to set aside to get this organized and set up and get their brain engaged in this? Um, that's actually, uh, well, actually at, at digital marketer, we created, um, a, we actually got into the, the certification space mm-hmm. and I created a certification just for people in opt- trying to get into optimization and these types of things, which is that course, uh, and just in terms of like video content is about eight hours long. And I expect people to spend, you know, anywhere between, uh, a, a person who's savvy enough, probably within a couple of days going through an intensive course, they could, they could start getting a hang of it. But what, what really comes down to is the experience side of things. Like they just need to actually start doing it. And that's one thing that we really believe at, at digital marketer is that, you know, um, theories for posers and you need to actually <laughs> do this stuff. Right. So yeah. like I can talk about AB testing and optimization until my face turns red, but, um, 
and people will be like, they'll smile, they'll nod, they'll learn some things, but if they don't implement, it's not worth doing. So yeah. I say it would, it would take a little bit just, you know, learning, learning the strategies, how these things work. Then it's really just get your chops under you and start doing it. So before we dig in, because I want to know more about the certification course, and I'm sure the listeners do as well, tell us about Digital Marketer. And I don't know if you got any stats behind you or what, but I know you guys are an absolute behemoth in the industry, and I am one that is continually, of course, I'm being retargeted by you guys and everything I'm looking at. So I see you everywhere (laughs) because of the retargeting, but I love your stuff. So, and I've been a member of the, uh, of the, of your member in the members area, all that. Tell, tell us about digital marketer and then let's get into talking about the certification course. Yeah. So, I mean, DM essentially as it's boiled down to like, we're a marketing education company, like that's filled with practitioners, the people that, you know, actually do it, not just researchers. Right. So, um, and we test out a lot of these, these concepts and ideas that we have in some of our, our portfolio companies as well. But like over the last 36 months, uh, we've invested over you know fifteen million dollars on marketing tests, generated tens of millions of unique visitors, sent you know well over a billion emails, and run approximately three thousand split split tests uh, on, across our different properties. Not all run by me, obviously. There's other people that do some of that stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, we we have, I mean, at at DM, we have a like our digital marketer lab, which is kind of our one of our one of our groups. And that, that has, you know, we're, we're about 13, 14,000 strong there of people just learning and getting, taking our, our actionable advice that they can, you know, take and then actually implement rather than, like I said, just, you know, learn. Um, and then we also just moved into kind of stop, we stopped doing the, you know, the, the a lot of info products on this uh, and we moved to do, moving into certifications and helping people train people that are, they're onboarding and making mm-hmm. sure that their, their strategies are up to snuff. And I'm looking at some of the stats just on the homepage of digitalmarketer.com. 664,000 subscribers, 131,000 email subscribers, 131,000 Facebook fans, 17,000 Twitter followers, 12,508 12, members, and 140,000 students. Uh, so tell us about the certification course, if you would, for conversion. Okay, yeah. So the one for conversion, this one, I was, I was really proud of this one. I've been training uh, optimizers for a very long time, and I've, I've been doing a lot of more custom training, and I wanted to boil it down to, you know, what's, what's the real stuff that, can, that people can do for organizations of all, all sizes? So it is, uh, it's a, what is it? It's a, a seven-hour course uh, with seven total modules. With, they're all video lessons, and we actually have... Um, uh, handouts, whatnot, quizzes, and then you actually get certified in that after you take the final exam. And that's actually one of our one of our certifications. We have eight total um, going through um, covering paid traffic, content marketing, email, data analysis, optimization, and more. Um, and we launched a, a product called Digital Marketer HQ, which you get access to all of these for a monthly fee. Um, so we were trying to make it easier for people to, you know, like I said, you know, train their train their train their employees, and you know onboard and get people up to that, you know, right up, up to snuff essentially. Cause you know, people coming out of coming out of college or yeah. people who are kind of breaking into the field, they might know some stuff. Actually, I, I don't actually, I don't think the people that, that went to college really know anything. Um, <laughs> uh, because if they studied, if they studied marketing, they studied history. Yeah. Um, and so what we're, what we're trying to do is, is get people, you know, the, the actual training they need from people that aren't, you know, tenured staff. You bet. You bet. And I've been through a number of your courses, I will say, and I love the way you've broke them down uh, modularly. I guess I don't know if that's a word. If it is, I just beat it up. It, it uh, is now. 
And it is now. So talk about, I don't know if you've got the site open, you may be familiar with them, but everything from face, uh, Facebook social list building to nine-part Google AdWords setup plan and so on. Talk about how the courses generally are set up. Yeah, so this is actually for, our, for Digital Marketer Lab. Uh, where these, so Digital Marketer Lab, we have actionable checklists. We call them execution plans that you can go through. And we have things like our 21-day launch plan. Um, that's something where we're like, all right, you're launching a product or you're building a business. You go through that step-by-step. Step. And so when we say step-by-step, step, don't just read and listen to the videos or read the content. Actually implement while you're doing it. And so we actually allow you, you click a little check mark when you're done. Don't check that until you've implemented. That's the whole point of these. These are all hyper-focused checklists that are based off of the systems we use internally. Um, and so we have, like, the, like, I, like I said, 21-day launch plan, we have a YouTube retargeting system, a landing page testing formula, a market research blueprint, which is huge. That was actually put together by one of our principals, Roland Frazier, who is a genius. Um, and I don't use that word ever lightly. Um, <laughs> things and, and some of the other stuff that you were talking about there, like our social selling system, um, our boomerang traffic plans and those types of things. We have over 36 of those in there for yeah, people to just use as they see fit for, for whether they're working on a new project or they brought on a new client. And then on top of those, we have weekly webinars called Office Hours um, that I've, I'm on frequently, as well as monthly, you know, big, big idea webinars and our, um, I think, why people stay. People start come there for the execution plans, but they stay for our private Facebook group. Um, we have 9,000 total members in there right now and growing, and it's super, super active. And everyone from DM jumps on board in there, too. So it's just a really, really great group. So that's why, yeah, they come for the execution plans, stay for the group. Where would listeners uh, find out more about the certification course, Digital Marketer Lab, and the what was it, Office? Oh, the, uh, Office Hours is part of Lab. So okay, part of they lab. can just go to digital. Yeah, they can go to digitalmarketer.com to learn about Lab and those offerings, as well as learn a little bit more about us. But they can also go to certifications.digitalmarketer.com to uh, learn more about uh, our certifications in Digital Marketer HQ. Terrific, uh, Justin. I can see we are. Just about right out of time, any final thoughts or words of encouragement to uh, marketers who are just digging into uh, this whole area? Yeah, I really want to echo what I said earlier, and it's just just start doing some stuff. Um, it's, it's all a matter, like you can learn, as, as you can read and watch videos as much as you want, but that just turns into um, to a lot of nothing to your bottom line until you actually implement. So start trying these things out. The worst it could do is is have an initial flop but just learn to learn to fail fast and revert so just do it justin i can see we are out of time uh, to all of our affiliate marketing friends uh, keep in mind that if there's uh, anything that justin here mentioned uh, that you missed not to worry that we do take all of the show notes for you and you can find them at jamesmartel.com forward slash ab420 uh, short for Philly Buzz 420. Uh, and I have always, as usual, invite you to come and hang out with us here every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, now on cranberryradio.fm for the Affiliate Buzz. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted to new episodes each week, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. Justin, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz.
The opinions expressed on this Cranberry Radio program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry Media. Any redistribution of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save 